This is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tacos, and this is Origin. Origin.
is Johnny Tacos here with another exciting and informative episode of Origin Stories. You might hear when I say informative, that means there's all new information that's news to me, could be news to you, could be news to anybody, even while you're drinking coffee. So the one thing that is on my mind is Valentine's Day. Who doesn't love to have something a Valentine gives you candy, a card, uh, divorce papers, you know, <laughs> fun stuff like that. Uh, then, you know what would be more awesome than all that altogether? A Johnny Tacos t-shirt. Yeah, I have a Valentine's special. You buy one, get one half off. You know, it's a perfect item to give to your loved one. If you really don't really know what they like, they like tacos. Who gets mad about tacos? I don't get mad about tacos, and I have my name in there. So if you buy one, you get one half off. So that's two, and I count it two. Like Josh says, two for the price of one. That's 30 bucks. So, and how you get that, go to Twisted Glitter on Facebook and say, hey, Valentine's 23 is the code word. It's a secret code word. Don't share it with anybody else. Just share the show and they'll figure the code word out for themselves because you know what? I have faith in the intellect of today's humanity. I tried not to laugh at that for a second, but hey, you know, things happen. All right. Enough of me. Enough of the t-shirts. Enough of Texas. Let's go to Indianapolis, where we have a band. And I can tell you, one person should have their name in a Marvel comic. But I'm not going to tell you who it is. There's also another person that likes to jam. So he has his first name as Jam. So let's give it all up if you're ready to rock to Eyes Aflame. All right. They start dying down when they, they, okay, there you go. Down, people. That's my five dogs clapping. You know, I am a dog lover. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, Johnny? Thanks for having us. Hey, thank you all for being on here on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday, which, uh, I shouldn't have say Thursday because then because this is not going to be out until Saturday. On oh, a beautiful Saturday, and then raining and storming, and the Armageddon's here. You know, it's that's what it's doing here in Indy. So, <laughs> so uh, okay. So, uh, introduce yourself. My name is Jammin. I'm the lead guitar player and quote unquote manager. I get people where they need to be when they need to be there, and I play guitar. And we have to wait for the unmuting. Here she goes. She's about to hit it. Oh. There she is. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give her a round Welcome of applause. <laughs> my name is Sarah Shu. I go by Kaylee. Um, that is my husband, if you couldn't tell already. He's because of the same last name. But I am one of the singers in the band. Well, I kind of thought y'all were like kissing cousins or something, you know. <laughs> we're a few hundred miles north of that. <laughs> uh, this is a family show, but it's so true. <laughs> Anyways, next. Hi, uh, my name is Josh Dillinger. I am the drummer. Uh, I'm probably one of the newer members of the group, and uh, been having a lot of fun with it so far. Well, if you if you can see what I see, it looks like he has a halo behind him. 
So he must be the same. I'm a perfect angel, man. Uh, hey, 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 hey. If the lightning strikes over there, you're 100 miles away. So I'm, I'm pretty safe. <laughs> I just say, so like we're not in the same room because that stuff jumps. <laughs> so, so, so tell me a little bit about, uh, about y'all growing up. or Have y'all always been in a Christian kind of feel, like a bands in bands that are Christian nature? Yeah, I got in the music scene in 2010 in Martinsville. And back then, we had a really strong Christian music scene here in Indy. So I played with a band called World Apart with Becca from Reclaim the Day for about four years. And then when that band split up, I took a break from the music business. And 2019, I got back into it. And we've been going strong. And here we are now. Yeah. But I've been... Yeah, uh, Becca, Becca, uh, they were on the show last year, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be- Becca and I go way back. Way back. Way Damn. back to 2011. 2011. That's not that far. Yeah. I can think of 71, but that's just showing my <laughs> age there. Yeah, they're a great band. I love the guys from Reclaim the Day. They're some of our best friends. Do you agree, Sarah? Yep, I do agree. <laughs> well, tell us a little something about you. Um, so I um used to work with kids, but now I have my dream job as a music teacher at Carmel Music Academy, um, Northern Indy, and um, I have been around music ever since I was really little. I don't remember a time that I've never been around music, so I've always had a passion to teach music and play music. So here I am. And this is like since day one, since you were had your first breath, there's always <laughs> been music, right? I've been having voice lessons since I was six years old, and I've been singing ever since I was very little. So, all right. Well, you're gonna have, uh, during the show, you're gonna have to give us a little vocal lesson. What do you think, Josh? Josh wants to play the drums. Do what? Said Josh will have to play the drums and Jamin will have to play a guitar. <laughs> All right. Or play your lap or something. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh, tell us a little something about you, newbie. So uh I've Jamin shut it. Um <laughs> I've been playing uh drums with my church uh in Greenfield uh since two thousand eleven, I wanna say. Um it's actually kind of funny. I actually took about two and a half, three years of guitar lessons when I was in middle school. And now I play the drums all by ear. Um, and uh, like I said, I've been with my church since about 2010, 2011. Being a worship leader for them. And um, last year, these guys reached out to me saying they needed a drummer. So I thought I'd give it a try. And then I've, Loved it ever since. And I tell you, a truly gifted person can actually pick up an instrument and play it by ear instead of having to look at paper. Paper, who needs this filthy paper? <laughs> I had never been able to read sheet music. Even when I was in high school, middle school, man, I couldn't read just sheet music. I was always an ear person. Yeah, I was I've too. always learned by ear. That's why I like the place I'm at now. They do a lot of ear training. They don't even use sheet music because they're here to train bands and wake them up to what really happens. <laughs> it's like, okay, you can't have your sheet of paper um, during the concert. That, that's very right. unprofessional. 
<laughs> we, we've we, we've been we've had that conversation many a time. And um, and how how did y'all decide to form this band? I, I guess I'll ask Jammin and Kate. Is it Sarah Kaylee. or Kaylee? I, I see Sarah, so I no, say I just couldn't figure out how to change it. Sarah's my real name, yeah, but I go by Kaylee. Kaylee, here, I shall write it down because I read sheet music. There you go. <laughs> but anyways, uh, how did y'all come up with the band? Did y'all just sit around and you know what? I love Jesus. Hey, you know what? I love Jesus too. Since we're married, <laughs> let's just sing together. So I started the band back in 2017 and I'm the, I'm the only original member left. And that first year, it seemed like every other week we were changing drummer, guitar player, singer, bass player, whatever the case may be. Cause it just, it wasn't the right fit with a lot of the guys we tried phenomenal musicians. It just, it, the, the uh, dynamic with the band just wasn't good. So I've always been into the Christian music scene. I've always been a big believer that, I've gone through hell and back and come through it. And if I can share that story with somebody else and they can relate to it and they can see that, well, if God can take this and change it around and bring him through it, then that gives me hope. Then that's worth every minute of what we spend writing, recording rehearsals, all of that. So that's kind of where my heart is with it. And when Sarah joined the band, I met her at the church one day, actually. I was in the studio hanging out and just happened to go upstairs, and there she was. And, you know, a year later, now then she was my wife. So she came from a jazz background. So I was like, do you, I asked her, you know, do you think you can do this whole metal thing? So I'll give it a shot. And so she's come a long way from, from being in a jazz background to being in the metal scene. It's a completely different animal. So, and then, uh, it's hot, but I've come a long way. <laughs> So to well, keep we, to keep someone in your band, you have to marry them. <laughs> no. Well, hey, Josh, are you single? <laughs> I am not single. I am happily married. <laughs> to the newest member. <laughs> Does your wife play any instruments? I didn't ever ask you. Um, I don't think she did. Uh, I mean, I think she played like the recorder, like every elementary schooler did, but past that, I don't think she did play any instruments. So we need to find she, a way to... she was always real big into the cheer scene more than she was the musical scene. Well, she could be the hype woman. There you go. Yeah. Every yeah. man needs one of those. She could be the Mike Shinoa of the Chester Benz. I, I feel like Josh, your wife's job is to start a circle pit at every show. Hey. Or introduce the crowd involved. We'll, we'll have we'll have to talk with her about that when she gets back from Florida. Oh, Florida, 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 Florida. Man, you kind of make me miss it. We went over there to vacation um last year and I actually got windburn, not sunburn, because it was cloudy. If you if you lay on lay over there and relax, and it's real windy, you'll actually get a windburn. No kidding. Yeah, really. So never, I didn't even know that was a thing. Me, kinda, I've never heard of that. Kind of like when you ski. I go skiing, and you have to wear sunscreen because you're so high up, you get burnt too. Yeah, you get the uh, yeah because you get wind burn up there too, because <laughs> ice and water have less resistance, and the wind just picks up speed. 
it's sort of like a space terminology, you know, with less resistance, you can go pretty quick and, and gravity, you know, up in space, there's no gravity. So there's no resistance. So, all right, that's enough of my science. That's enough of science. <laughs> this is not Bill Nye. This is a Johnny Taco show here. So uh, what, what are your influences? Um, who, who did you grow up to listen to and enjoy and kind of in your mute in the way you do your music, you kind of like, um, make an homage to them. So I grew up listening to the 80s scene. So like kiss Molly. Oh, yeah. Boys. And I, I remember when I was a kid, dad, mom would buy me a kiss CD and dad would hide it in his closet. Cause he didn't want me listening to it. And when dad would go to work, I would sneak in there and grab my kiss CDs and listen to him while he was at work. Like, uh, Kiss has always been one of my biggest influences, but then I got into the modern scene. So, bands like Bull for My Valentine, Alter Bridge, and Tremonti right now is hands down probably my biggest influence. So, okay, two, you're water balls. Two of my main guitars are actually the Tremonti signature series. So, I'm, I'm a big Mark Tremonti fan. And, and what about you, Josh? Animal, right? Animal. Yeah, animal. No, um, so, I mean, I didn't really start, like, really paying attention to drummers until I started playing drums. Um, I got to say, in my earlier drumming, I've got to, I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of, like, jamming. I like a lot of the 80s metal um, rock and roll, that kind of stuff, uh, classic rock and roll. Uh, but I've been really focusing uh, this past couple of years, kind of extending my vocabulary uh, just because the switch from, you know, being a worship leader at church to being a drummer in a Christian heavy metal band was, you know, quite an adjustment at first. Um, I've got to say probably my two biggest influences now are probably uh, Todd Suckerman, who plays drums for Sticks. Mm-hmm. I study him a lot, and uh, Ray Luzier for Corn and KXM are probably the two drummers that I study the most. Which, which they themselves are great, great drummers. Um, yes. So, going back to that, being transfer, um, like transforming from a worship leader to a drummer, you know it. You're at front of the stage as a worship leader in front of the stage. You're hyping up the hyping up the people to get ready to praise God. But you have a different job, which is still the same because your rhythm is the heartbeat of the praise music that that just gets everybody so intense and their and their whole bodies and everything just follows that beat. So to me. I think you kind of got the the higher step in on it. People people always push back the drummers. Say all oh, the drummers blah 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 because you know they got five hundred different parts to their their drums and they're always mm-hmm. in the back. But people don't forget that you need the drums for the more dramatic kind of feel to it. And I'm not I'm not dissing on lead guitarist, you know, but <laughs> I am. Oh, see. The, the drums are the backbone of the band. They really are. Without a solid drummer, the songs just don't translate the same. And you can tell live when a drummer's on it and when they're not. Yeah. I will 
Yeah. I will say I led a worship set without a drummer and had the bass lead, but you can't really do that in heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in heavy metal, you can't know. Well, yeah. well, don't let Les Claypool know from Primus because he, you know, he can pretty much do anything with his bass. That dude's a whole different level of bass player. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> you know when you were talking about '80s and all that, it just. You know, I grew up in the 80s and listened to all types of music, all the music that y'all that y'all listened to. And then it kind of upgraded because it was like a listen to Metallica, Megadeth kind of opened a door for more heavy and heavier and heavier mm-hmm. stuff. So I agree with that. But we forgot to ask Kaylee what her <laughs> her music preference was. See, I didn't forget about you. We just no, got, we got lost in the 80s. We got lost in the 80s. It's we, easy to do. We need Doc Brown to take us back. Yeah, I would say the same thing about the 80s, but I'm one of the type of people who knows a song. I don't always know the artist. So that's that's more of what I go to, but I also studied music therapy, so that's kind of what it was. I listen to music according to my mood though, so but my influences aren't really rock. The influence are um um Kira Sheard and a, a Christian singer called um third day it's a christian group so. yeah a christian singer called whatever that person's name is you know nope. <laughs> <laughs> but, but i don't listen to 80s music i just can't pinpoint artists because i know the songs more than the names <laughs> that, that's just like my wife she goes you remember that one song that had this one oh okay jeremy from pearl Jam. how did you know when i said that one word i'm like well it's because <laughs> you know, my love of music surpasses any of the other knowledge that i've absorbed and <laughs> That's me. That would be my husband and I. He says, That's me 100%. It's just, it's like, what that drum beat? Oh, that's Dream Theater. Pull me under. And and they're like, How'd you know that? And so the way he he hit the drum on the fourth beat, like, you know, like stuff like that. And they're like, You're like a a human recorder. And I'm like, Well, you know, you, you tend to gravitate towards more stuff you love. Yeah, I've noticed as a musician, like if I'm listening to the bands, especially like Dream Theater or like Disciple, anything like that, I find myself picking apart the song, exactly what the drummer's doing, exactly what the guitar player's doing, you know, hey, they recorded it this way or, you know, they do this live or they should. I I find myself picking the songs apart the more I listen to them just as a musician myself. And and it and it helps you out, right? It, it increases yeah. your your value as a musician to absolutely to like listen to other people and to kind of not mimic. I don't want to say mimic, but pr- uh, right. pay tribute to the yeah. way the vocal Let stylist. Let influence you because there was a lot of a lot of bands in the eighties, a lot of singers that did not really relate to a lot of the other rock and roll singers that they were more classically trained. And they used to listen to a lot of opera, you know, uh, King Diamond. And I really love King Diamond when when King Diamond back in the day, you you heard how different his voices can sound, how he can how he can go from low to high and like in an instant. He learned Mm -hmm. all that stuff from actually going to a school to learn about opera. Well, that's like Dio. Dio had what a four octave range or something crazy like that. He was a classically trained singer. Yeah, he, he, King Diamond had a little bit, uh, slightly more of a range. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. pretty much to uh, uh, what's his name uh, from Raw. You, you ever heard of Raw? 
yeah. um, I I keep messing up his name because it's it's Puerto Rican and it's kind of like weird. No offense, <laughs> you're a friend on my Facebook, and I could butcher your name anytime I want. Okay, he, <laughs> he listens to the show, so but um, mm-hmm. he, he has a vocal. You, you look at him, you wouldn't think he has a high high vocals mm-hmm. until he belts belts it out. So yeah, how, all right, so. Since you're a teacher, yeah, I see. You got to unmute that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Teach if me. Your instruments in the background. I'm just at work. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, can you teach us how uh, how the proper way to sing so we won't blow out our throats for the listeners? So I don't know how to scream, but the proper way to sing is you don't sing from your throat. You sing from your abs or your diaphragm, the muscle, right? Around your rib cage at the top of your rib cage. So, so like, yeah, it's basically the same thing as doing sit-ups. That's what you do when you say you use that same muscle. I don't even like doing sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do sit downs. Sit downs. Yes. Yes. Do 20 sit downs. Well, I could do one and just stay there. <laughs> I'm feeling the burn right now, good sir. I'm feeling the burn. A lot of times I tell my students to lie down because gravity or put a book on your stomach, gravity helps you use your use those abs more. Is that why they do the corsets on people like Marilyn Manson, why he wore the corsets? Probably. A lot of Pete singers say that that really helps. Or a belt. Some people use a belt. Yeah, the, the brain just exploded. Was just a completely different kind of beast to begin with. That may have appeared to be the I feel like Josh is onto something here. I don't no. know. I just, I've, heard, I've heard them. I've heard people use them before. So yeah. So my question is: ha, Have y'all been out on full fledged tours around the United States yet? I have back with an old band, not with this group. We have. We kind of got into things right when the pandemic started. So. It's been rough to get traction, if that makes sense. And a lot of indies music scene is cover bands. There's not as much of an original scene as what there used to be. So it's hard to justify the cost of going on tour when, you know, there's just not much of a following out there right now. I do love the background music playing. Yeah. So, um, but you you played around your your city, uh, you know. Are, are y'all are y'all pretty much uh, a? Uh, I can't think about it now because I'm, I'm getting distracted by the <laughs> uh, studio studio band. So, do y'all mostly just do studio music? For now, we play this year. We have a lot more shows booked right now than what we did last year. I think there's. 14 or 15 on the books right now. So we'll be going to Ohio to the first heavy metal church of Christ this year with Brian and those guys. And we're playing with reclaim the day in March at a church up in Kokomo. So we've got a lot more on the schedule this year than what we did last year, but not as much as I would like to have personally. So and if it was up to me, we'd have 200 shows a year. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, one thing is, you know, it's you want to gradually go up. You don't want to just shoot up straight up and then you get that high real quick and then you know nothing nothing in life yeah. ever stays if it gets goes quick. Enjoy yeah. the journey. That's yeah. the mistake I didn't make last time. I was too focused on 
the rock stardom and being a superstar and I didn't enjoy the journey. This time I'm superstar. just enjoying the journey. So thinking about that Saturday yeah. Night Live. Superstar. Superstar. <laughs> what, what movie was that from? It, it was off of uh, Saturday Night Live. It's a skit. There, yeah. There was another movie with some nerdy schoolgirl becomes a singer for a band. I think it's called Superstar or something like that. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they turned it from Saturday, Saturday Night Live to an actual movie. It was around yeah, that yeah, time yeah. when they were doing everything into every Saturday Night Live skit into a movie, you know, Night yeah. at the Roxbury and stuff like that. So um, what is the future of Eyes of Flame? Well, we've got a new record we're working on right now. We're probably going to put out this year. I spent most of my off season for mowing, working in the studio and recording since we didn't have much going on in the studios in the house. So I would just sit down and jam and write a riff. And then a couple hours later, it turned into another song. So we've got, I think, nine written for the new record. Six of them still need vocals on them. So we're hoping to have that out sometime this year. And we're working on a music video for Heartbreak which we've been talking about doing for about a year now. The problem is finding a place to let us shoot all the pyro that we have for it. Fire. Fire. Oh yeah. We, we had to go and get permits from the state to shoot the fire, shoot the pyro for the music video. We had so much of it. Wow. So I guess, I guess that's why the name of flame came through. Yeah. <laughs> did you not, did you know that your husband was a pyromaniac? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need that one to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> She's smiling too because I, I think am that's one of the main reasons why me and Jamin get along so well. The bigger the boom, the happier we are. Yes. You are Fourth of July. Babies in the Fourth of July. Born on the Fourth of July. There we go. That's our high holiday. But yeah, once we get that done, we're going to release that this year, and I'm not sure where it goes from there. Like, it, in all honesty, it's I hate I. It's all in God's timing. Like, if you'd asked me that question five years ago, I'd have told you we're taking it as far as we can. We want stadium tours and, you know, the the, the classic rock star scene. And now it's like we're going to take it as far as we can take it or wherever God takes it. It's ultimately up to him where we go with it. Yeah, because I see a lot of people get um, – so lost in trying to do everything for themselves and mm -hmm. tend to forget we're a Christian band. This is for God. This is God's timing. This is, this is what God wants me to do. Then I'll do it at his rate, not at my rate. Cause if I go my way nine times out of 10, it's going to hit in a disaster. My way led to complete disaster and losing everything. So we're not going to do it Jammin's way this time. Yeah. So, uh, disclaimer: Please do not do it Jammin's way. Jammin's way is not the right way. <laughs> so, do y'all have a? So, your music is on all the major platforms, right? Your Spotify, your yeah, Apple, yeah, Spotify, so, Apple, Amazon Music, all that good stuff. And YouTube Music. And like, like you said, you have some shows coming up, but they're all the way. They're a little far away for me to be able to to enjoy. But uh, for for myself and other listeners that that would love to um, listen to more music, you can also go on their Facebook, and um, you know they'll give you links to wherever you you can listen to and get ready for new music coming up. Because yeah, follow us on Facebook.com/slash Eyes of Flame Band. 
you can send us a message on there. We'll add you to the list. Anytime we put out new music, we'll send it to you. Um, if you follow us, you can stay up to date on what we're doing, where we're going to be at. And, you know, come out and say hi to us, catch a show. Or if you Google eyes of flame, it'll come up. Yeah. Yeah. Google. We, we dare not talk. <laughs> we dare not speak of Google. What would we do without Google? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. No, no. Anyways, I'm probably get flagged for copyright for that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know why, but some reason that song just because I guess it's on TikTok and it's just it plays in my head all the time. Everybody's singing it over here. It's kind of getting old. <laughs> that yeah. song, and then well, the, I have a three year old daughter. I can tell you exactly where it comes from. It's from the movie Encanto. he's he's making it up because he actually watches it with with his three year old (laughs) let me find out he's the one that asks noel if she wants to watch Encanto. no josh is a disney princess (laughs) i've actually haven't seen that movie but all my kids are actually um uh, 16 and older so they're they're out of the whole disney stage so i don't have to listen to let it go anymore which yeah. uh, it, it finally was let go and there was there was much rejoicing at the ingle hall home or at the taco home that's at the, taco home. the taco home but uh, i want to thank you all for being on the show we're coming towards the end is there anything you want to let the fan the listeners know anything um any sparks of wisdom especially from the teacher here what if someone someone wants to start a band they want to they want to you know step in your shoes for a little bit dedication and don't give up Say it again so they can hear me. Dedication and don't give up. A lot of people will tell you you're chasing, you know, a a dream. You're never going to make it. Don't listen to them. Practice your instrument. Stick to it. Stick to your guns and go out and play music that you want to play and stick to it. Don't don't give up for any reason on it because if you keep at it, you're going to make it. Thank you, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was, uh, you said go ahead, babe. I go thank you, babe. <laughs> uh, you I was just gonna say, yeah. I was just gonna say, uh, don't be afraid to. Um, if you don't want to hold a toilet press, it isn't your job because sometimes you have to work in the hardest of places, or you only have like a really small crowd, but you still got to make your dues, and you'll get there eventually. And then even if you don't, it's God's show, so who knows? You might have witnessed to like one person, especially if you're doing a Christian band. But even then, like there's connections with one person if it's just a small show. Amen. You got anything to add to that, Josh? Um, the biggest thing that I would notice saying. Uh, to new drummers, uh, you know, you listen to all these drummers and they do all these really cool fills and they play in these really cool time signatures. Uh, some of the drummers that I know around this area, they're way faster than I probably ever, ever will be. Um, the biggest thing when it comes to the drums is staying on time. You can be the fastest, coolest, most bad butt drummer in the world. But you got to be able to stay on time, and that's where most drummers struggle more than, you know, being fast and cool. I'm going to play to a click track. I hate that click track. <laughs> I hate, oh, I hate that click. 
<laughs> well, well, uh, Jammin, Kaylee, and Josh, thank you so much for being on the show. As you can hear, the dogs are barking, so that means it's almost time to go. But uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody that happened to stumble upon this podcast saying, hey, this is the Johnny Taco Show. It's a Food Network special. I'm going to learn how to make tacos, and I'm going to learn how to make them right. I hate to be the bearer of bad news and the disappointment in your eyes, but... The only edification you get is through Jesus Christ, through the testimonies of my guest and my constant babbling. Um, but just to let you know, you did not come here by mistake. Uh, the door is always open. Uh, you're here to learn something that came from uh, came from my guest or myself or apparently my dog's barking. Um, but you are welcome here. Thank you so much for, for, for coming on. Uh, to all the diehard listeners, you know who you are because I have a specific set of skills. And I know all about social media because y'all are on there and y'all like everything that I do and y'all enjoy the shows you you come in you say how much uh, you appreciate listening to a lot of these bands or music you we open up new doorways uh, break chains we had a person that said hey the I had you had one band there. I was feeling depressed. I was feeling heartbroken. I was I was really lost. And when I heard the song after your interview with that band, I I, I didn't feel alone anymore. I felt the presence of God, and He was He was there for me. And and I feel a lot happier now. That right there just makes this show all the purpose. That's and, that's what it's all about. And, you know, and with all of y'all, the, the ones who listen to, the ones who come in, the, uh, my producer, my agent, everybody that's made this taco cast one big family, you are the sour cream on this taco supreme. And without y'all, I would just be talking to the wall. And then I would give my wife an actual example of putting me up and locking me away for good this time. It was a joke. Everybody can laugh. Um <laughs> So we're going we're going to head out here and we're going to play a song and I'm not going to tell you until the end of the show. See if y'all know and y'all become instant fans. So I just want to say God bless you. God keep you. Don't have yourself a good day. No good sir and good ma'am. Have yourself a great day. The Taco Man has cometh. And Jesus said, If you cling to your life, you will lose it. If you give up your life for me, you will find it.
take my 